0: What is up, Domin Nerds? We're here for episode big, episode 40, episode 40. 40 fucking episodes of Domin
1: So this excited. Is, okay,
0: epic. My name is Rod. It is August 25th, Tuesday, 622, 13th year of Sander here in sunny Vancouver. And I'm joined as always with my co host, my good buddy over in Japan, MJ. What's going on, MJ?
1: Dude, so happy that everyone's joining us for episode. Four zero. 0 it's going to be a good one. It's, it's as every episode is a good one, but this one especially <laughs> because of our guest for this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's really fun to dive into Kendama talks all the time, and this time we're going to be not only talking about Dama, but a different realm. Someone being introduced into it from a different avenue that is kind of, you know, touching on the same category of uh, this outsider sport you know it's kind of extreme sport that maybe Ken kendama can turn out to be in the future who knows 20 10 20 years yeah. later <laughs> but yeah today yeah everyone we have reed stark on dominards reed hey, thank you so much for coming and joining yo, us today the giraffe man himself Dude, thank you guys so much the for giraffe inviting me cometh. mr Hell yeah man it's a pleasure to have you. is here <laughs> Giraffic. giraffe yes So, dude, thanks for coming. It's going to be, I'm really excited for this one just because of your stance in Kendama, your stance in other places, you know, of course, BMX being the main one, but we're going to dive into it and figure out a little bit more of the background and, uh, of course, we'll touch upon some some, uh, current events as well.
2: Hell yeah. One more? Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Stoked to be here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hells yeah. Hells yeah.
2: So, <laughs> <man, laughs> you know, Dominers episode is crazy. I'm like, I'm getting to like full Dama mode now. It's like BMX is in my past. It's crazy. <laughs> I, may be, I might I mean, be more Dama than BMX at this point. Uh, no, come on. Because
1: you started, uh-huh. how you've been BMXing for what, 12 years? Um. Hmm. 18. 18. I was way off, dude. Come on. 18 years? Eight,
3: eight, yeah. Damn.
1: Yeah. That's got to be a big part of you.
3: It is Today, for
1: sure. what was the percentage of today's BMX riding versus Ken Dama playing? Hmm. Well, today I actually just golfed. I just oh, golfed. Okay.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: Golfing worked, but looking I worked on a new sponsorship.
3: Stuff, so. So. What man, was
2: that? Looking for a new sponsorship. Oh, man. Hit a- nah, made
3: it <laughs> Taylor,
2: made me. Um. But yeah, no, I went and golfed with uh, some of my dad's buddies. He's good. Um, Hell nice. yeah. And just did some work, did some Dama work, and Yeah. Some van moves as well. I bought a van recently. So oh, just nice. like kind of every single day you have to be like, I, I have like some buddies in town who know a lot more than I do. I'm just kind of a noob with all this shit. Like, you know, even anything with a car, I don't know. So I've just been learning <laughs> as much as I can, soaking it up like a sponge. But yeah, I kind of met to do lists with a lot of different people and a lot of different parts of the van right now. So it's been uh, that out. And, nice. Yeah. So you're going
1: you're gonna to start your van life?
2: Yeah, man. I hashtag hate- van life. Dude, I've had the tattoo forever. It's crazy. So, like,
3: you this a is my van? first tattoo, actually.
1: Okay. okay, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, it's just a it van it on your it, bicep, um, dude.
1: Is that van headed for a ramp?
2: Oh yeah. So that's is like that a ramp. <laughs> that's a new addition. Wait, let's see if we can. So we got a van heading for a kicker, and then there we got a ring of fire. Oh shit!
0: You're about to... so so. Is this this new van that you got? Is it capable of hitting a
2: kicker and flying through a ring of fire? Probably. <laughs> I will say, you know, it, it's actually the same van that's on my arm, which is crazy. So I oh, like. Shit. I woke up one morning in Minnesota and my catalytic converter, which is like a part of your exhaust, got cut. So people go underneath it and they slice it up because I think the metals underneath it are like very valuable right now. You know, they change value. Also, the catalytic converter itself is like 150 bucks or something like that if you trade it into a shop and oh, shops take or junk or whoever the fuck. So someone just um, crawled under your
0: van and sliced it out? Proper, ha- I mean, crazy. They
1: had to have jacked it for a, a little bit, unless the car is like high up. Because no, you know, I mean it was no. It
2: like, might get some. The, I, had a, I had a CRV, and the CRV is actually. I think that's why they actually did it um, uh, because it is pretty easy to get under. And my buddy looked it up, and there's this tool that you use and fucking. I shouldn't even talk about them giving people ideas out there, but yeah, pretty bad. Bad ideas. It's been, it's been a, ter- it pretty much trolls the car. Like you start it and it goes, Like it's, super I loud did again. it and, and turn it off and like, looked behind me, like thought like a truck was going to hit me like a semi or some shit. And then I did it again and was like, okay, my car's fucked. And I looked under it and saw these clear cut marks and was like, no fucking way. And it was like 1, 12 dollars or 1500 to fix. And my car was worth $100 at that time. <laughs> <laughs> the day before, I'd actually been—I actually spent it looking at vans to live in. Like, I was like, just clowning with my parents. I was like, dude, I'm gonna blow dodge. Like, I'm gonna go live in a van. And we called my dad's buddy Jeff and fucking talked with him for like hours, going through all the RV to van to whatever possibilities that I I could live in with my budget with everything. Eventually, we landed on the Ford E three fifty Econoline, nice fucking Ford Super Duty, fifteen passenger van, like a transit van. Um Holy good man. shit, fifteen and, people. And, and this is before my catalytic converter got cut. This is a day before I parked it at my folks place, went home cause I was too drunk to drive. I was like, fuck it. Um, then like pedaled back in the morning, try and start the thing and boom, it's fucked. So I am like, holy Damn. shit. Like this is actually a real thing now. And I FaceTime my buddy denim, uh, who's like a car dude. He's just like one of my car homies who was like, who I figured probably has some insight on yeah. whether yeah. I could get the van or not. I'm like, dude, should I buy this van? Like, I looked it up yesterday. My car's fucked. Like, I gotta do something. And he's like, on FaceTime, he goes, You wanna buy this one? And pans over. And he like just had put his own this exact van. He's like, it's the one you have on your arm. He was at the party five years ago that I got the tattoo. And he's <laughs> it was his work van. He was just selling it. Someone was gonna buy it for 55 and he fucking offered up for five. And that day I bought a flight to Texas, flew out the next morning, stayed there for two days, and then drove back. Oh, shit. Whoa. And then, And then Whoa. I've had my, I, like, this apartment I've been living in, because I was going to be traveling in Europe all all summer. I had, like, flight spot and everything to be in Germany and wherever for, like, four months, three, four months. Um, go to all these different countries and fucking go to events, like, BMX contests and shit. And it yeah. all got canceled. And I was in Minnesota for the winter. And I was like, fuck, what do I do? So I just, like, went on Airbnb, talked to a dude. was like, yo, I want to just stay for months on end, you know, like, can we book this off? Like I'm kind of stuck here. And he was like, bet. And he's this dude, Craig, he's the best dude ever. Like 68 year old dude or 69. Like he was just body surfing in Spain. Like with his girlfriend, <laughs> fucking he rides like 17 <laughs> miles a day on his bike. Like damn. In, in this place is like a hippie bungalow. He's like, yeah, right, I just come here to fucking kick back, get away from the girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. like just <laughs> fun. And he's got like an organic <laughs> tomato garden in the back and like a Japanese oh, cart in the front. I don't know. Sick. That's tight. So, so he like, let me stay for like, as long as I wanted month to month. And then, yeah, just like, as soon as I got the van, I was like, bet Craig put in my month's notice. And I pretty much had six weeks to build this fucker out and hit the road. So shit, it's kind of a long story, but no, that's right. great. It's a good story. Though. That's big, big it's the, the beginning
0: the of a new adventure, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, game changer for sure. Like hell yeah. Well, once they open those borders and shit gets figured out,
2: you know, you have to bring that thing up to Vancouver, buddy. I was already thinking about it, bro. Ooh, I, yeah. I, my plan is to go. I got uh, my buddy Maloof coming out and we're filming like a 10 year safari video type of thing. Um, oh, shit. I'm not going to say all the all the creative bits with it, but <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's going to be a sick one. You know, it's this dude who's been filming all my videos and got me sponsored for the first time by BSD. He's like, nice. Well, and we're going to go. Is he the one I got in? Is he the one that filmed you run like riding with the fucking herd of giraffes? No, that's Antoine with- Sabron. That's that's my homie oh, in France. He's oh, a fucking he's a legend too. Um he's he's filmed some of the like more of the overseas videos. But this dude, Tony Malouf, is like he grew up in Chicago, Peoria, actually. And um yeah, he actually jams Dama, dude. He came to NACO. Hell he came ooh. to NACO. he was the one filming Adam for the for the no jumper shit. Oh yeah, I think I, I talked to if- him briefly, maybe. Yeah, so I he's was,
0: yeah I don't know with those guys for a bit.
2: Yeah, he jams down. He's coming up, and we're just gonna like he's ready to fucking send for like a month or two. And then my buddy Denim, he's also on BSD. and I was like, he's the one who sold me the van. I was like, dude, you want to come on a fucking the first road trip? Might be a month, wherever. I'll drop you off in California eventually. And He's like, all right, let's do it. So now Hell he's yeah. like fucking supporting us, and we're just gonna send it all the way through
0: That's America. Fucking sick, man. Hell yeah.
2: There
1: you go. You got a nice. uh little detour going up to Vancouver, hanging out with the terrorist squad.
2: Hopefully. <laughs> right? Right? After California, dude, I'll just keep swooping up. I definitely got to go to Oregon, visit my aunt and fucking cousin and shit. Um, oh, yeah. Bobbing up from there.
0: So if two of you three guys are Dama players, are you going to be trying to hit up some Dama shit along the way too?
2: Like Dama players and stuff? Of course, oh, the homies. The third like- dude jams Dama too. The third dude can whirlwind. Oh, they can whirlwind, bro! Like go. all my that's, friends, that's, all my friends can around the world. Damn that's me. a domino. Yes. Yeah, like,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> most of them, at least, you know. Especially if they spend enough time with me, they they jam. And you know. So, yeah. I
0: think the thing about like like being a kendama player, like calling someone a kendama player, I don't think it really matters about your skill level. You know what I mean? Like, I think that if you're into it and you fucking try on a regular basis, you're a kendama player. I don't care if you can't big
2: cup. If you're into it you're a kendama player dude that's the love that i've felt like with kendama like no matter how good anyone is at any event every single person will come up to you and be like yo like what are you working on can i you yeah. know? I mean? oh you should try this you should try this everyone totally. just wants everyone to get better at this thing it's like yeah the same thing with bmx you know everyone's rooting each other on and just trying to fucking you know push everyone forward and keep growing, mm-hmm. you know? And I felt the same thing with Kendama, which was crazy. Like finding all the fucking parallels with it. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's fucking sick. But yeah, I mean, that's that, what you just said there is like why I like got sp- sponsored by sweets, you know, why I got mm-hmm. like a pro mod, you know, like, yeah. Um, cause it's really not about how good you are. I mean, it's amazing to see how good you can get individually. Oh, totally. But basing the whole entire kandama industry off of just uh, who's the best, not yeah, like skill, really loves it. You know what I mean? Like, like what if what if people were sponsored by love? That's how it is in BMX. Some of the BMX riders who are big pros are not the fucking best in the world by any means. They can't do the most tricks, yeah. um, but. They have love and... And they yeah. put that love into the game too, right? Yeah, and they and they do everything they can to support it and grow the industry mm-hmm. they love. And because of that, companies are putting dollars behind them. They're sending them on trips, you know? And yeah. that that's some shit that like... I mean, Kanaba's in such an early stage as an industry and so is BMX, but Kanaba's... I'm not newer, but I guess in this new realm, you know? Yeah. like I, I mean, I would say shit, I've been playing for like four or five years, maybe five years now. Um, yeah. And, I've seen it change drastically. I mean, who's at events, who Dude, who's posting yeah. videos like you mm-hmm. can just it's it's a it's a flourishing it's a flourishing movement almost, you know? Basically, yeah, it's a good way to put it actually. So with how
1: with how young it is, there's only room for growth. Mhm. So I think everyone jumping on it is, you know, uh, uh it just shows how much well how welcoming the community is and the people around them you know everyone always wants someone to play with so of course like if you have a friend that has you know is playing Kenjama, they're always going to offer like hey dude fucking try this shit out it's pretty fun and then they get in it it's like all right you're a sweet fucking convertible person let's fucking keep this ball rolling and try to create more of a a group or like a team or something dude oh man it's it's just an ever-growing thing But Reed, you touched upon some stuff. You touched upon so much stuff that we wanted to talk with you about. And one (laughs) one major reason why you know me and Rod have a huge list of guests, and why your name like kind of stuck out during uh, this this certain time. So, I I guess a few some time has passed, and by the time this episode gets out, a little more time is going to pass as well. But you've been on the sweets team for a while. Yeah, and you know, some people are all about like figuring out the category, the category for different things: flow team, pro team, uh, legend, and then yeah. like ambassadors. So, so yeah. put it out there. Read what are you on the sweets team? I'm a member of the sweets mob. Sweets mob. There you go. Everyone. I like that. M O B mob. Then, so a few a few months ago, <laughs> when, when was this? When was this? Actually. July 26th, I think was the official announcement that I see on Instagram we had you guys had three additions to the team Emily Lauren and Chuck now we're a part of sweets there was a, a big announcement and stuff during I think uh what was it the the, the, the some online competition that they had uh the SKO yes SKO oh someone's busy My bad oh, you're
2: good. <laughs> all-
1: someone's busy
2: graphic <laughs> designer calling up. Shout out Matt Maroka. Oh, loves- oh, shit. Hell yeah. Much More, love to Maroka. Dude,
1: I guess you are going full Dama soon, Reed. It's like just surrounding
2: life, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, bro. I mean, Maroka's one of my best friends anyways, but no. <laughs> but so yeah, so get, getting
1: back to this hot topic, because in the community, there were so many people that were not so stoked that these girls were announced to be on this sweets team or sponsored by sweets i'm sure you know about it i'm sure you know you guys the sweets team has a pretty tight uh meetings every once in a while you talk amongst each other and i'm sure this came up and it's like there was of course so many both sides talking about it of like they you got to be like a certain skill level to be sponsored, and then right, like you were saying, Rob, you don't need to be sponsored exactly just because of your skill level. And then, Reid, you follow yeah. up with even the people in BMX. Big names aren't the technically the best, but mm-hmm. there's something about them—either the passion that they have, uh, the passion that they have when they're playing whatever said sport, or the passion within the community, and
3: mm-hmm. you know,
1: projecting that and having everyone just feel good and positive. That's like, that's yeah. what everyone wants. That's what everyone strives for. Mm-hmm. So to have these people, to have these these three girls come on the team, of course, like, it should just be like, you think, because everyone in the Kodama community is like, yeah, we all love and welcome open arms. And then this shit happens. Like, yo, what the fuck? And that, and <laughs> that opened, yo, Pandora's box, opened up that can of fucking dirty ass worms yeah. to see, like, who the weasels are in the community or maybe maybe just not thinking in the positive a better positive
2: way about the whole situation i i mean i believe before it goes on i mean the community that we know you know like my first mko versus where it is now this community that we know and love just so everyone knows is watching this it's a lot fucking bigger now OK, so yeah. there are people who've never been to a Kandama event. They might be able yeah. to win, but they don't even know anyone who jams Dama. They're the they first might be able to triple who, in their win. scene who found it online through someone and bought it and they got all their friends on it. And now they all play, but they don't know shit. They don't know that when you go to an event and you put your wallet down, you can leave it all day and no one will fucking touch it. Yeah, They don't know that shit. It's like Japan vibes with that shit. Like, yeah, it's crazy. True. The community is so tight knit and so strong. straight up. I think it's because people fucking, you know, you you're you're connected to how hard you worked at this task, you know, this uh tool, this toy, whatever you want to call it, you know. Um mm-hmm. I hate to call it a toy, but you nothing know, <laughs> no, I mean, wrong with it. playing with toys, man. It's super call fun, it a toy. You know, BMX bike is a toy too. Fuck it. Yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. But yeah, I mean, I see it more as a paintbrush. Fuck it. Uh, beautiful. But yeah, like <laughs> oh man pain pressure got me distracted i was like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was a good one that was can
0: we just stop right there just you know that was a good one <laughs> Kendama is a paintbrush. <laughs> um but no we were talking about like those those three girls that got added to the team okay so typically in that whole situation
2: so yeah i mean back to that that's definitely a a long rewind through what the hell i was just talking about but um yeah. When, you, when you're like a BMX brand or something, you want to pluck people who are like growing fast, who are like in the beginning of their journey and they're growing fast and they're not cocky and they're not fucking expecting shit and they don't have any negative vibes. They just really love BMX, right? Yeah. So then we <laughs> see these girls and just, you know, they've been playing for about a year. I've been playing for five years. One of the, I forgot which one, someone earlier today posted a fucking triple, triple inward handle stall flip that's okay.
0: like I, I don't think i've ever done that i've, been I've, never, done, I've, learned, I've yeah. never
2: done i've never done i haven't done a single handle stall flip i've tried them many times i have <laughs> not i'm right there that's, <laughs> that's a new learn it's right around <laughs> right around the corner but Hell yeah you got it buddy they later shit. i mean they're they did triple runs like one two three whirlwind and shit like yeah. they're leveling up like since sweets is like support them and put fucking you know because guess what they are steezy and they are fucking inviting and inclusive and fucking awesome. You know, like yeah. I, before they were sponsored by sweets, I saw these girls popping up and I was like, "Damn, Boogie T's reposting them." Fucking like they're just all of a sudden in the in the Instagram fucking. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Damn, yeah, who yeah, are these chicks? Yeah. Like, they fucking kill it, you know." And it was like actually those three girls, and um, and then yeah, I mean, fucking sweets swooped them up, and bravo. I was not a, really a part of that decision, you know. Like Matt yeah, mm-hmm. self manages the pro team. I know that they are all very connected and I, you know, I wouldn't say I'm as big of a part of any decision making. I was told about it and I was like, yeah, they're fucking awesome and they're yeah. really good, really quick. Um, That being said, does anyone else not deserve it? No, but. Well,
0: that's like I mean, what you were saying, man, like the community these days is grown so much. It's so much bigger than it used to be where like it already at the, in the old days, it was already at the point where like, you just can't sponsor every player because there's just too many people. And
2: there's so many fucking, and that's the thing with BMX, man. You know how many fucking people are like, yo, I like, how do I get sponsored? Like, Oh, like, I want exactly. to be pro. I want to be yeah. pro like you. I want to be sponsored like you. Exactly. Like, yo, motherfucker, it's not that great. It's not that tight. Like, you get free shit. You kind of get, like, blown out on some shit. You, like, stop loving some shit. Maybe you'll refine your love. A lot of people get burnt the fuck out on something that they go pro in, you know? Like, yeah, shit totally. kind of sucks, you know? Like why the fuck don't you just focus on loving it and just having fun, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. what these girls did. Yeah. They're like really just had fun and you could see that shit in every fucking clip. Same yes, thing dude. as fucking Yui in Japan, same thing as mm-hmm. fucking um, Misu oh, yeah. too, you know? Like when yeah. they land shit, they're like, yeah, they're the best people to sponsor. Yeah, they they got They're not. Yeah. They're not taking life seriously. Like, I, I mean, for me, coming from a marketing background, I'm not gonna sponsor anyone who's taking life seriously. You know, someone, if you're like so focused on this and you don't want to just have fun and fucking enjoy and be able to hang out with people, like, I'm just not going to consider you. It doesn't matter how fucking good you are. Like, if you can hop in the van and hang out with eight of the team members and catch a vibe and be chilling, then you're just not going to make the cut, you know? It's just not going to work. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, it's personal skills. It's fucking, it's not just one thing. It's everything, you know? 100%. And these girls, like... These girls, I mean, I haven't even thought about this much. You know what I mean? It's crazy mm-hmm. to like, I'm thinking on the fly here about this. I mean, I, it's seemed so natural. Cause I guess it was like, if you would view it like that, it was kind of like me, you know, coming in when mm-hmm. I'm not that good at kendama and now people have seen my progression with it, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. You're, like, maybe a good example
2: of that. But you didn't catch the same flack, of course, when you started. Are you right, fucking but- kidding me? I got so many DMs. Like, why the fuck are you getting a Dama before this person? Why well, are well, you did shit? You- oh, you dude. Did. You did I fucking the went through those oh, things, dude, for years. Years, dude. Damn. Ever since I started posting, and not even just from Kandalan people. Less condom people than BMX people. Being like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, th- why are you playing with this stupid-ass toy? And I was like, fuck you, fam. Like, you don't know. What? Just wait for you." To- playing dude i dealt with like it's I, i've talked about this shit and cheered up many a time like gabe knows fucking these dudes know man i there's dms upon dms upon dms of people just clowning on me people have told me that i like didn't get bmx sponsorships and shit because i fucked with Kandama so hard and people were like what's this weird thing and i was like fuck that Kandama is the best thing in the world every house should have one and like mm-hmm. I fucking, yeah, dude. I, d- I put up with it so people like Boo Johnson and fucking Boogie T don't have to put up with it. But yeah, there was yeah, help Black from the fucking Kandamu community too, man. People are just like, why is this dude like pro? Because we yeah. didn't have that like distinction. We d- I wasn't part right. of the mob, you know? Yeah, I had to create yeah, that see, so too. future people wouldn't get fucking berated yeah. for fucking, you know, getting involved dude, with it. I was... I'm, I, I had no yeah. idea about that. Me neither, Well, If I was in BMX, dude. If I was in BMX and I was a flow on a team, you know what I mean? Come, like I was amateur on a team, or if I like wanted to get sponsored, and I see one of the biggest companies in BMX fucking give like a musician a bike frame or something yeah. like that. Maybe someone who can do like a one eighty or a three sixty, and they, you're giving them a bike frame, and it's like, yo, motherfucker, I've been like killing myself for 14 years mm. why am i not getting this spot you know because there's only so many spots and like yeah like we were oh, just i saying, feel man. it i and i felt everything man trust me and i stuck with it i stuck to my guns i fucking because i love this fucking thing so much it's great yeah. yeah like
0: well like the thing about that too is it's not like it's only your choice like you were just someone who was just passionate about this like you know like ultimately sweets is the one who offered you that spot and saw the potential
2: within you well, like it wasn't a, it nice. wasn't a spot because it was a new thing, you right. know. Yeah, like, it, it, yeah, was, cold it cold. was blended <laughs> initially. It was blended. We didn't. How could you foresee that it was going to be taken like that? You know, like yeah, I totally, yeah. Imagine. But like, I would in the future, it would yeah. be like, "Yo, this isn't a pro series Dama. This is more like an artist collab. This right, is a yeah. had at the time. Yeah, This yeah. is more of a Luzumaki than a fucking Nick Gallagher promo. Yeah, Maki. yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. And, yeah totally. and like, I think initially it got taken like." The Reed Stark Safari mod is like a Nick Gallagher mod. And it's like, yo, motherfucker, like I'm learning whirlwinds. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm trying to grind and do this shit and grow. But I think I think that's the coolest thing that Sweets did with that move was value both sides of the industry. Because 100%. if you only isolate and value the top, it's just going to demotivate people. Like mm-hmm. people need, not everyone's going to be pro. Not everyone has to be pro. People yeah, should be no. reminded that they can just fucking go. They can jam when they do their laundry and love it they can jam yeah. when they go to the beach and love it they don't need yeah. to fucking post clips if they post clips great i mean it's you will be involved in an amazing community if you do but really just enjoy dama for what it is you know like don't yeah, stuff yourself out about being trying to be pro trying to fucking get sponsored just have fun and do yourself and you will get noticed if you're fucking if you're doing it right you know if you have the heart for totally. it, dude, that there you go it goes out to everyone who leaves
1: comments on like crazy banger tricks on instagram that just leave comments like i quit why am i even trying frowny face cry face (laughs) like
3: (laughs) for real though (laughs) yeah
1: it's not about being the best we've just been going on yeah man that's
0: like something that like we've we've already touched on this but like just something that people always miss man everybody focuses on like you gotta fucking be doing these new tricks you gotta be hitting 15 taps Fucking quint whirlwind and shit, and you know, like it's, and it's like, just like grind that, but it's, it's like, dude, like yeah. what you really got to do is just take a step back and look at that kendama and be like, yo, this is why I fuck with you is because I fucking do this, and you know, and then you fucking go play it and you get that feeling, you're like, yes, okay, that's what I wanted. You know, it's yeah. like, are you really trying to get Instagram followers or are you trying to fucking get right, right,
2: right, kendama joy, you know, <laughs> like exactly, yeah. and when. The, the coolest thing that I've thought about, Morocco was talking about this, the homie just called Sweet mm-hmm. Designer. Um He's always talked about how, like, he's like, look at the pro team. Like, we had, like, Sweet's pro team, the actual Kendama pro team, we have a lot of obvious fucking best players in the world. You know what I mean? But we yeah. also have some people who are, like, super creative and steezy and very good at other things. Not just Kendama, you know? they're Like, think about a George Marshall, you know? Like, he's, like, Mm. went to college like had dom along with him the whole time and now he's out of college and he has this whole fucking world to enter into with a huge skill you know totally and and that's like kind of like a not a mistake but it's it's some shit that happens in bmx where people drop out of high school to fucking ride bmx because they want to become and it's like yo like because they want to spend time in it and they love it and it makes sense and some people do that and be are the best riders in the world for real, mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of the best riders in the world dropped out of high school at fucking 15, 16 and just rode and were like winning contests and shit. Yeah, but like, for the vast majority it's just not going to happen. You know, like you should just like find something else you love and also have dama. Like I've always believed that everyone should have more than one hustle. You know, like fucking if you love dama, great. Find find what else you love. Do them all. Do them exactly. all. It's all about balance. Things, dude. I I could never be bored. You know. Um, That's what I'm saying. dude yeah yeah
1: that's definitely something that a lot of people uh i think struggle with and there's a lot of uh, different advice out there i know like personally like i have a creative mind i wanted i you know i grew up skateboarding i got into like music playing the guitar playing in bands and shit and then like i also had an artistic background so getting into art and then kendama it's like blending all these things some people say you should focus on one because and like really strengthen your strengths or your your
3: good points, master
1: it and master it instead of doing everything and kind of being mediocre at it but then i think for a lot of people that just it fucking tires you out and it's like having that brain focus on one thing is just like it's
2: it's not fun the fun is lost. Because yes. it's because it's your because you have all your eggs in one basket, man, and like, yeah, when that happens, like, I mean, fuck, like, come on, man, you're trying to make Dama a job, like, there's only so many companies and so many slots, like, that's a, goal? a huge make like, come on, like, yo, for real, focus real hard on something that's like actually attainable and people need a shitload of, like, if you think you got a marketing brain. Go to that fucking school. I did that shit. I'll be able to get a job anywhere forever because of like the marketing mindset and how you can help different companies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Like there's there's tons of different things. Find what you love, you know? Ask the classic Alan Watts question, you know? Like what would you do if you had fucking a million dollars, you know, or endless money? What would you do, you know? Like what would you actually do after you flew around the world and fucking skydived and golfed every day for three years and fucking <laughs> did whatever you wanted to do. Bought the, all your toys and all that ever. shit. what would you do at the end of that when you still had unlimited money and if you think about what the fuck you want to do with that which like for me kind of came back to like dama which was crazy which is why i'm fucking so connected with sweets now and yeah i don't know like but dama not in being a pro dama player i'm trying to grow dama i'm trying to make the pie fucking huge you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. everyone can fucking work off this shit you know yeah yeah um i think the dama could change the world but but that's a different goal than trying to be a professional in some shit. Like trying to be a pro athlete, you try and be a fucking pro soccer player your whole life. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. come on, man. Like you better have something else kind of going like maybe 70% of this 30 into this, maybe over yeah. time you're like 40%, 60%, you know, like let really mm-hmm. learn this shit. You know, let's do soccer 40% of the time. Like totally.
0: know your levels to the shit and, Yeah, man. I think, I think a big part of life and even all of these things that you're talking about too, is like balance, you know, like, like you're saying all your eggs into one basket makes that side too heavy. And now all of a sudden you're falling over eventually, no matter how hard you try to hold that other side up. Right. And like, that's also, I think a big part of why a lot of these like pro people or like not even pros, but just people who are like, like big names or like big people that you just, everybody knows and loves are people who are very like eclectic and have like very crazy interests outside of whatever they're famous for, for lack of a better term, or whatever, you know, is like, like, like you're an example of someone who like you're known for BMX mostly, but you're also known for Kendama. You're also known for like Safari state. You're also known for other things. Right. So it's like, I think that's kind of like what makes like ultimately like a character, which is like a big part of someone that like you're saying who, if you're trying to be sponsored, if you're trying to like get on a team, like you're fucking gromming out, you're going too hard. Like that's not what it's about, right? You got to fucking work on yourself before people will look at you in some kind of light where you can help other people, right? Yeah, one thousand percent, brother. One thousand yeah. percent, totally. And that's highlight like, fucking- like
1: those differences to make you stand out. Because if everyone's just doing the same, like juggle tap juggle
2: fucking shit, then mm-hmm. it just gets looked over. Yeah, yeah man. man. Fucking be unique. Be original. Fucking figure out what you can master, you know? Yeah. Be yourself. You know, know, know about a lot of shit, you know? Be able to fucking be in any room and be able to talk with anyone about anything. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah. read. I don't, I don't even read. I just fucking have great conversations with great people. But some people might not have that many people in their lives that they can talk to, you know? But I don't know. It's fucking... It's, it's it's there's a lot of shit you can do in this life man and fucking making your goal set to be a pro rider or a pro skater or a pro bmxer and yeah. put all your chips in that basket come on yeah <laughs>
1: come on come on not, not the best move. Uh, not the best
2: move. man the
0: the biggest thing i could say on that note would be that like the biggest thing i've learned being like i'm 33 this year I'm not that old but you know older than maybe a lot of the people listening to this you're 33
2: you know, yeah buddy no
3: way! My, my
0: birthday a couple weeks ago. I'm 33 years no, old. No, you
2: timeless, baby. That's crazy. <laughs> <like> 28
0: <laughs> in my mind, dog. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> but like in all that time, like the biggest thing I would say that I've always learned is that no matter how much you plan, no matter how much you try to make something happen, life has other plans, and you got to be fucking yeah. open to those plans. Like, don't put your fucking eggs in all in one basket. Like what you're saying, right? Because then you fucking oh shit, this changed. And now it's like, well, now that basket is gone. Where are your eggs? They're fucking
2: omelets, motherfucker. Like, for real, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude, expect some trouble. Fucking be able to tolerate some ambiguity.
0: Yeah. Send so me. There, like, <laughs> there you go.
2: There you Hell go. There you go,
1: everyone. There's a lot of deep talks, good uh, information, good uh, advice put out there. Just fucking be passionate. Open be your minds be yourself a fucking unapologetically enjoy. yourself yeah right yeah
3: yeah Dude, there,
2: there's this fucking george clinton song i've been listening to fuck what is it called i'm gonna look it up quick
4: god <laughs> everyone should
2: listen to this shit oh FIFA. man where are we, what what's man no it's like a whole it's a whole song with like uh it's like a monologue type of thing Okay. Talks about some really crazy shit, and it was kind of life changing for me recently. Oh damn! Yeah, like 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 life changing. Enough to where I'm gonna take up this much time to fucking try and find it. Yeah, (laughs) you'll have to
0: you'll have to get it to us for sure. We can use it as the jam track on the episode.
2: Wow! So
0: everybody can hear
2: it. Yes. Worried about it getting fucking flagged or nothing? Let's go. But yeah, I like how you you.
1: That like mindset is is really strong with you, read Because I, I did just watch the BSD video, Safari video that you released. Was it was just last month, and yeah, that, that, Wait, whole, that whole intro monologue
2: uh with the the cheetah with one eye. Oh no, that was like two years ago. Oh fuck, that just got posted on IGTV. Like, oh, okay, bit.
1: so that's why it looks like it just happened. But yeah, yeah, so the whole intro monologue is just like you were saying that that quote of what would you do if money had no value? Like
3: what would you, that was an Alan
2: Alan Watts piece. Dude, I'm fucking going through some, dude, I'm 27, bro. I'm like going through some crazy changes in life, bro. Like the whole world is. Yeah, exactly. Everyone is all the time, but just, I mean, I think now, I don't know if it's this age or my experience or whatever, but I feel like I'm like able to articulate shit better and kind of see where I'm going. And I have a better understanding of like what I think, you know, what I should be doing or what I, you know, the path that I should be on, even though yeah. I've had it before, but the path before was kind of just like a little bit loco, you know? little Bunch Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just send it. Don't yeah, pull you, know, yeah. little, little you know. So kind of it. Like, so yeah, I don't know. It's like good to just talk. I shit. I mean, last time we talked, man, we got on some similar vibes, like y'all are fucking, oh, yeah. y'all get it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. But of course we, we we go chat, we go chat about some shit of course <laughs> throw <Exactly. Self-grown, laughs> some fucking you know and that, there you go it's not even dama man fucking yeah. self even though that happens through dama
1: yeah that's like right. one of the yeah. perks for sure yeah yeah <laughs> so you you were mentioning uh you with your marketing background you went to school and stuff i did read that you started an ad agency this is your own company
2: yeah that's um i started read stark ad like uh, years ago, four years ago, maybe four years ago, maybe longer. Um, yeah, I thought it was crazy. I I graduated college and I was like traveling for a bit, just mobbing. As soon as I graduated, I was off. And yeah. also one of my old professors hits me up and he's like, yo, Reed, just want to let you know, like I bought your name.com the day you graduated. Whoa. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you were like one of my only students that fucking, I thought could like run an ad agency. I thought Reed Stark was a great name for it. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, so he like, bought stuff, me that shit. and I was like, "He's like, I want to transfer it to your name." And I eventually like, "You got to transfer my name?" Or no, he like gave me a job. I was doing like social media analysis work for like all these ATV brands and shit. It's crazy. He was hooking me up at like seventy five an hour. You know, I work. did work for like a month or two. You know, fresh out of college, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I'm yeah. pretty fucking broke, you know.
3: <laughs>
2: um, and yeah, and he's like, I did all this work. Man putting all these reports, making graphs and shit. Like, you know, just my analysis on it. What I just, what I thought, you know, because it's like your brain's trained through the college experience to do this shit. And that's like, that was crazy to get that trust right away. And I did that. And then eventually ended up like going off and traveling and meeting up with some people and having some more crazy ideas. And I came back to him one time. I was like, we got to have a meeting. And I met with him. I was like, bro, I want to do this, 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 this part of which was like a safari state concept, not that name, but Hmm what i wanted what i still want to do with it um and he was like just heard him and was like bet well you're gonna need some money man fucking house 5k sound i was like what and fucking he just like yeah let's go to my apartment right now like go to his apartment he writes me a check and he's like dude start th- that's when i started the llc for wow. reed, stark, reed stark ad llc that's when i got a full business banking account um Fucking the whole nine to like get certified to make money through my own shit, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. own ideas type of thing, and it's kind of like a parent company, I guess, because now I definitely am like an independent contractor with different brands and shit right, that right, I right. work for, and all funnels up into this one tax bracket type of thing. Mm. So yeah, so I fucking yeah just did that, and yeah, I've had that ever since. I've had a shitload of ideas. Probably yeah. I've written business plans for like eight different, nine different ideas shit, I traveled the Philippines to find a fucking mango farm, find the best mangoes in the world, what? That's a dried fruit company, fucking crazy shit. I followed these plans <laughs> all the way to the point of like being like, okay, it's going to cost this much to bring a container of fucking dried mangoes from the Philippines to here. <laughs> like I like got the owner of this city who's fucking going to like pay off the fucking shipping people to make sure it gets out and doesn't get fucked with like crazy shit just all bmx connections and just fucking traveling and just being open to i don't know i was the like flow. i did some crazy fucking shit i was homeless for like five years <laughs> so i like i mobbed with my ideas and tried to pursue them and eventually wow. every time when it got to the point of like doing it i was like well if i do this i'm gonna have to focus 100 on this and not ride bmx so i'm just not gonna do this until i'm done riding bmx
3: um because wow. there's a life
2: ban on it you know yeah yeah but, um, so then I fucking, yeah, like I've had all these ideas. I've gone crazy with them eventually now. Like, I mean, my first real gig, I guess, is sweet. Namas, you know, that's been my first, mm. like, you know, doing marketing help with them and shit like that. And yeah, yeah. Nice. So you bring something else to the table. I did not know that. Yeah. Marketing shit and fucking, um, I helped with like their global sales channels and stuff like that. Yeah. Kinda just bring condom to countries that have never had it and Sweet, and then you get to maybe get a free ticket to go to those countries. I'm usually already there from being I was to say. Oh, shit. I got a time on a fucking. I yeah, definitely, yeah, you yeah. got to double dip. This is why you got to have all the hustle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got to double dip and fucking moosh it around. Come on, man. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. Hell
1: yeah. <laughs> Use all three sides that. of that fucking Doritos
2: chip. And get all different but, sauces. Yeah, man. I'm get all the it, sauce dog. you
0: can get, bud.
2: Dude just to make shit happen, you know, like if you have dreams and they're going to fucking benefit people and like everything I do is kind of like all funneled into one shit, you know? So it's like Hmm. everyone, everyone who I work with knows that if I'm out there, if I'm out traveling, I'm doing good work for all the shit, all my sponsors. That's when I'm riding every day, fucking grinding, doing shit. When I get like stuck in a place, I'm like more honed and working and not, not working in that realm, but, um, I guess I'm kind of boring. I'm not living a, I'm not living a safari lifestyle. Like I can work and do everything on the road, but like when I get home, it's like super comforting to just be like, wow, I've been doing this crazy shit for this long. The balance. I've been. Yeah. Violent for this long. Now I got to really focus and hone in and chill. And then fucking, I'm trying to like, once I get on the road with the van, trying to find that perfect, perfect balance of like getting out there, making sure I'm productive with fucking BMX and Kandama and everything, you know, my body, Mm -hmm. my health. Um, Yeah. Yeah then also being super productive with sweets yeah mm-hmm. and also finding that time to chill get that
0: that downtime to rest and let your body heal and do all the shit it's supposed to do yeah i don't do that much man I yeah it. we don't none yeah, of us do it, do it enough
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy <man. laughs>
1: right especially with yeah the, the whole dmx thing like we were talking before we were recording when i was growing up you know skateboarding rollerblading people were getting into it i was like all right and you you pretty much, you choose out of your group of friends, like, Oh, you're gonna start BMXing, you're gonna start skateboarding and shit. And everyone in my town was like, Who were my friends trying to get into this extreme sport? Everyone was like, Yeah, I don't know about that BMX jam. Eh, that? You know, we all had bikes, <laughs> we all like had mountain bikes that we would ride before getting into this extreme sport. But everyone's like, yeah, That just seems like you're really gonna fuck yourself, like real yeah. good. So everyone <laughs> stayed away from it. Except for one of my friends who was like, I'm going to do it. And he would just, you know, hang out with us and just fucking send it off, you know, just staircases and shit, loading docks. (laughs) But like, that's all he was. He was just doing that. And, And just having, seeing him progress, like trying to do like bunny hops and shit and like getting a little better. But at the same time, everyone, including him, was just like, like, this is a little too much. There's plenty of shit when I was on my skateboard. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to fuck myself up so bad. (laughs) No. (laughs) Man, on that note, I know a
0: guy that my favorite, maybe BMX or pro, like pro whatever, BMXer that I know of that you probably know of, Sean Burns legend bro that guy's a a gnarly motherfucker there's like a quote from one of his videos it's like a slow motion clip of this old woman going sean Burns is crazy (laughs) and like clips of that dude like going off a roof into some janky ass like fucking six inches wide fucking thing that he has to ride down
1: yeah
0: uh but that that guy i saw he was like in the hospital he like fucking i don't even know what he did probably broke his back or something and then within like a
2: couple months he was back jumping off roofs again and shit that. De- I think he has uh, a fund to donate to. He's like one of the gnarliest extras ever. It's definitely mm-hmm. been in the game forever. Oh, um, that's
0: right. He's still injured, isn't he? I'm yeah, lying. he's, still, he's fucking-
2: still definitely definitely hurt. I think yeah. he still has a fund that people can donate to. So look up Sean Burns. Hit yeah. his Instagram. I'm sure he's got it up there. Shout out Sean Burns, man. Yeah, for so, real. Yeah. Sean Burns is a legend, dog. Mm-hmm. I haven't spent enough time with him. My, my buddy actually was riding street with him in his hometown. I think he's in Boston. Maybe that's where mm-hmm. he's from. And they're cruising through the streets. And Burns is like, yeah, just train me. And my buddy's like cruising behind him and like, all of a sudden he's like jumping crazy shit. And at one point just like sends it, I think he sent it down like a 12 stair or some shit, like a 12 stair rail hop in the middle of like cruising, you know, like not something you just fucking do. Oh, yeah. kind of,
3: like, pound.
2: You at least like look at it first, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and my buddy, my buddy like paddles up to him, and he's like, fuck that. Like stop doing my homie bank and fucking, yeah, that was the end of that. But dude. Yeah, i can only hard. imagine dude wow boy really yeah. wow man super okay. like pretty much the embodiment of all that
0: shit we were just talking about like just yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. having the passion for it and just hucking yourself
1: off shit like right not yeah. worried about the outcome it's a that's super intense but you've been in it for a long time Reed. i know that you have like a few different uh uh signature parts right and i was actually surprised because i didn't know so much about how you could have specific parts, you know, because usually with skateboarding, you know, there's you know the deck, the wheels, maybe the trucks and stuff, and then cl- clothing, maybe sh- professional signature like shoes, shoes and shit. And shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was surprised that for for BMX, yeah, bikes like, got a lot
0: more parts, <laughs> so many
1: more parts, right? You get your own pedals, you got your own frame, you got your own just bars, handlebars and shit. Mm-hmm. And it was it's cool to see how you could include. Your idea is to make it like your signature part. So Dama has been kind of weaving in and out of that for pro mods. Like, you know, sometimes it's just like whatever our main shape is, and then you just do the colorway. But then some companies are saying you get full range, you can do whatever you want. So is it always like that with you, Reed, and your, your, your signature parts for your bikes?
2: Yeah, I, it's crazy. My fucking the owner of BSD is like, uh, he used to be a laser engineer, man, like a crazy, Whoa. like wicked million dollar lasers. I don't know what the fuck they did, but he, <laughs> yeah, he, he knows a lot about design. Um, and he wrote BMX forever, too. So, Grant Smith, he created BSD and he's been able to, like, unlike a lot of other brands, they get hit with this book that's like, here, you can choose this far, this far, this far, this far. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Put your brand here, 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 here. Stick your yeah, yeah. And probably fucking 80 to 90% of the brands that you see at BMX do that shit. Um, whereas Grant designs every angle and everything from scratch for every single part of the whole entire bike. So like the BSD bike, like we don't even sell it complete. It's all aftermarket shit, but it all like works, fits together perfectly. It's like the simplest, strongest design because of his genius ass brain but awesome. with that i've been able to do anything i wanted with parts and shit you know like they trust me the, the probably the craziest one was my signature pedals they like trusted me to do like this crazy pin design that had a lot more pins than any other plastic pedal available at the time um hmm. and i like they made a 3d print of it and shit and it was like a fucking it was a really expensive mold fucking 16k or something 12k oh, I'm really it's still like diving in and you that means you have to sell they're not that expensive they're only like 15 20 bucks that means you right. have to sell Fuck oh no my it. god you, yeah yeah uh, overcome your, your yeah initials, just to right? make up for that yeah and yeah he trusted me with this crazy fucking idea i had that i would had since i was like 17 and it ended up becoming like oh here they are boom Oh, yeah. Fire pedal. So these extra pins, there's like one, two, three in each corner. One, two, three. I pretty much, I did this pedal design as like a school project in marketing and design classes and shit for like a full year. Like my senior year of college, I did every single project I could that I could choose on this product and like develop the whole marketing campaign, everything for it. And fucking now it's like one of the top selling pedals in the world. Damn. Shit. So this has been, like, that pedal, the royalties from that pedal have been paying for my life since I was fucking graduating college.
1: Whoa. That's sick.
2: And then, yeah, it's fucking, yeah, it's been crazy. And, like, with that, after that, I was, like, I'm not going to have anything else come out that I don't fucking design a good chunk, damn near everything, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to have input on every fucking part of it. Like, I, I study shit and figure out what the best things are. I mean, that's, like, with my with my Dama, my new one, I have, like, the – engravings, like giraffe-print engravings on all like the edges of the cups to, like, grip for yes. her. Like, yeah. I tried to make the easiest kandama possible, because Hell, yeah. that's, like, what I want. I want people to fucking get into dama and fucking land shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think dama <laughs> should be a little bit bigger, you know? Like, if Dude. whenever I bring a scuba <laughs> around, people land everything and they get into dama <laughs> like this, it's like, Fuck, wouldn't it be great if everyone had like an in-between of a sumo and a normal Dama? Like dude, oh, Tara yeah, made yeah, one yeah. Tara's made one for years, buddy. The lbb Yeah. A little but, bit bigger. I mean, just like, what you said. But, <laughs> I mean, like a standard, though. You know what I mean? Like a standard that like everyone has, and like maybe not everyone. Yeah, has, I, f- but, I feel you. But, but having you. it around to like get people their mm-hmm. first big cup or their first spike. Like, think
0: about yeah.
3: how
2: big that could be, you know. Um, that is yeah. one of the funny things about Kendama is
0: that it's like one of the more harder things to get into because it's like got a little bit of a steep fucking learning curve right that initial bit you have to kind of put in a little bit of effort to really understand like just how to cushion that and like these days they make like beginner like 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 the grasshopper kendama or like the like whatever you want to call it for like the young like people or people who are just starting out there's that the Ozora ones too. Yeah. yeah they have like a small, Like the smaller ball That fits in these massive cups yeah, 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 And it's like it's trash to do anything on But cup tricks but like if you're just doing Basic shit then it's like it's perfect Because it's just like it's made for Making that super easy and just like Getting that initial dose of that Like you know like oh I can do this Like yeah. fuck yeah and then yeah and that's all It takes is a couple couple doses of That and then you're fucking on it
3: yeah. <laughs> I've,
2: I've sat with people for fucking 30 minutes To an hour Trying oh, to make cup and spin yeah. spike dog. Wow. I have fucking done it, dude. Oh, yeah. I've, I've taught probably 500 to a thousand, maybe more than a thousand people fucking <laughs> how to make cup or spike. So I'm not at a party, I'll do fucking 10 in a row. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I yeah. struggle through this shit because that's kind of like where I'm that's what I do for sweets. You know what I mean? Like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and Fuck, thinking about better ways. That's why I mean, that's you're talking about design. That's why Mema Kanama the easiest to fucking play. You know, yeah. there's some yeah. I forgot who did it. Who does the dama reviews? Like you know where they, oh, they measure everything. Yeah, the there's, there's a, a few team. now actually because yeah. there's the
1: uh, there's the Kanama Ken. media. Yeah, there's Ken cult like he Home
2: Media TJ. does that shit. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, Tj, I think T-J it was too. I think it was home Media that did it. They did like yeah. a full write-up on my Dama and like rated the easiness of play and all this so shit. And it was K-O-K-O-K. all like, literally like, it was the biggest pat on my back I've had with Dama design. I was like, oh my nice. God. like <laughs> Yes, like it fucking works for other people as it worked for me. Because this the Moonlight Safari Dama like took fucking a year of prototypes. Wow. It was not, I was not allowing... It just it had to be perfect, you know what I mean? And fucking, yeah, yeah. it took a long ass time with Morocco and I going back and forth and back and forth, like well, I think like maybe three rounds of prototypes, which are expensive as fuck. But I was like, yeah. We're not there, you know, and up <laughs> there and fucking I don't know.
0: That's yeah. sick. Yeah. You put in the work. it's right, like right. it grows comes right back around to what we are talking about, the passion of just like, you know, like, you could have put out the first version and been making royalties off the first one, you know, if that's yeah, what you wanted yeah. to do, but you fucking stuck it out and you're like, no, it's not perfect. This is not my vision. It's not what I wanted. And yeah. you fucking took the time, you even put in the money to do it. Same with your pedals. Like you're saying, like you, like that's, that, like that alone shows passion. Like that's fucking sick.
1: In an episode <laughs> 40 of Domino. it's the passion episode with Reed Stark. Yes, an episode <laughs> of passion. Yes.
2: Yo, it's <laughs> fucking, I mean, that's like, man, I fucking, I think i maybe I haven't told this interview. I fucking rolled my car when I was like, 16 and like oh, almost killed my parents and shit mm-hmm. and I almost died myself we rolled like seven times and somehow everyone was all right and ever since then like life has just kind of been a fucking every day is a cake and if i mm-hmm. do anything it's the cherry on top you know and yeah, through all that all i always come back to is why i'm so crazy and everything is just fucking passion dude i like there's no reason for me to be alive other than fucking be passionate about everything I do and love it and grow it and fucking be a part of it and have a community with it and have fucking love and trust around me. And fucking, I, I found it with Kendama and I found it with BMX and, you know, rock climbing too fucking, you know, Mm -hmm. there's these little things in the world that people can do and fucking find this dope fucking shit. That's, you can't even describe it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. I
1: would almost have to say that it also has a lot to do with the specific personality. And this, you know, in your case, it seems like this one event kind of helped you have that
2: be more of a focal point in your thinking and your lifestyle. Dude, people ask me, they're like, how the fuck are you so happy? And I always think to that, like, that's the first thing, you know, and like, that really was a changing point in my life. And like, man, maybe I could go through it and fucking... Like, dude, we rolled seven times. My dad was laying down in the back, unbuckled in Nebraska. Fucking the only window that didn't break was near his head. He, like, didn't fly out of the car. Rolling seven sure. times, going, like, 70 on the highway. Like, somehow everyone's all right. Like, family of five that night, fucking 10 miles down the road, rolled the same thing, and fucking they all died. So, like, Damn, dude. I just, like, after this, I was, like, getting, like, I've never been religious. So I was, like, fuck, like, am I, like, religious? Was this God? Like, am I supposed <laughs> to be here, you know? And then I was kind of yeah. like, fuck it, like. Fucking life, send it. You know, like you shouldn't even really be here, dude. Like this is dude, all extra dude. credit. Like, just enjoy <laughs> every moment. If you're not enjoying something, change it. Fucking, you know, and uh, all so that, crazy, it, man. All that passion and shit, and that's yeah. kind of why I'm here. But not everyone can have that experience, right? No, so no, not dude. everyone can have that experience, which is fucked up because I can't say, "Hey, have a fucking terrible experience." It's like. Right. No, that's Bro, that's a part have, have family troubles. You know, like my family's great. Thank fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big reason why I am the way I am. You know, yeah. by the yes. pit, you know, but beyond that, fucking, I don't know. Like you can't tell someone to have a bad experience. Well, so, I mean, everybody's everybody has say.
0: their own path and their own journey of their what their version of the bad experiences or whatever life is teaching them with. Right? And it's yeah. like, actually really crazy that you bring that you're saying. Is because I had a very similar experience and I was about the same age. Ooh. I was in high school. And a friend of mine, I was hanging out with him, playing some music, whatever, and hanging out. And he was driving me home. And I was living in Edmonton at the time, which is like northern Alberta. It's pretty cold. It was wintertime. It was icy. And we were driving. I'm looking out the passenger window. And same thing. We just fucking all of a sudden we went sideways and hit a fucking little tree up on the side, hopped the curb, and we started flipping. flip. I don't know how many times Shit. we flipped. Landed upside down on top of a telephone pole, knocked the telephone pole over. And like those things are or not a telephone pole, sorry, a light post. Like they had a light at the top. Yeah. And those things have like a fail, a fail safe in them that if they get broken and knocked over, then they're supposed to turn off so that the electricity yeah. stops running to it. That didn't happen with this one. It was still on and our car was upside down spinning on top of it. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt and like I came out of that. I crawled out of my window, my shattered window covered in glass. I had some bumps on my head Shit. and like a bump on my knee. That's it. I was fine. It's completely fine. Same with my buddy who was driving me. He has like a cut on his face. That was Damn. the worst of all of it. Car was fucked. But like, same thing, man. Like, from that moment, like, I don't like often reflect on it, but when I do, it's always like a wow. Yeah. That's like a powerful reminder of like, you know, like enjoying life and like really like enjoying this moment and just being like thankful and being like, yo, like maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Maybe I am. I don't fucking know, but Dude, well, that was some crazy
2: shit. You definitely shit. are.
0: You definitely are. You know what I mean? Am. Like, there's no I, way you're re- not
2: supposed to be here. Like, for yeah. A, yeah. but sure you, you
0: are. Like, but regardless, man, I'm here. So, like, I might as well <laughs> fucking and make the best of it, whether I'm supposed to or not. Like, whether I escaped the devil or fucking God save me or however you want
2: to fucking put it. Yeah. Maybe I'm just lucky I have a horseshoe up my ass. Who knows? Dude, Dude, but it like, is. It is sh- a whole lot. of Life is a whole lot of fucking luck if you do have like good energy and good intentions and you don't fuck people over, you're going to eventually tell those stories and be around more and more people who have those same thoughts. And you'll be able to kind of weave your way through life and connections and figure out the right path of where you're surrounded by fucking love and community and trust and shit, you know, like some of the most important things that people should be living with every day, you know, sucks mm-hmm. to fucking live in fear. I've lived uh, like, you scared stiff is a fucking crazy, crazy thought. That it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. people are scared stiff. So do I. I get scared all the time, but you got to fucking conquer that fear and fucking move from it. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> but I get dude, scared. I too. can't believe we were both in rollover accidents like that. It's actually kind of fucked up, dude. That shit. That shit's crazy, dog.
3: cards. Yeah. kind of,
2: dude. And that's. Man, you could anyone, anyone can go out any day, dude. You mm-hmm. get on the highway, you can go out any fucking day. Man, so, without how many highway, man? Like everyone you know can go out any day. And if mm-hmm. you don't know that anyone can go out fucking any day, and you're not thinking about that, you should start thinking about that. Cause that that's another fucking wave changer, you know, where your brain all of yeah, a sudden man. like, damn dog, like I really do have to be happy. Like I really right. Carpe diem. I really do have to fucking kill it every fucking yep. day. Like I have yeah, to live man. every day. Like it's my last, like not to the extent that you're like going crazy and sending it over what you can do. Cause you know, you definitely got to believe that there is going to be a next day, but yeah, you got to have faith in tomorrow, talk. but There's... be ready for there not to be one. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Exactly. Plan for both. But be in the center at the same time. You know, <laughs> be at both be at the center. Think about
1: both. Be at the center of it.
2: Yeah. Fuck. But- Dude, dude, and, <laughs> and think about how Kandama embodies all this shit. Like, that's, like, my brain. This is how my brain okay. works, dog. And whether it was Kandama that taught me it or vice versa, you know what I mean? How I connected to Kandama because I already had it. Like, yeah, Kandama is all pure balance, pure connection, pure flow. Like, just, like, just... Dealing with your, I got goosebumps right now, dog. Like, your own <laughs> yeah. anger, your own fucking hatred. It's a fucking wood because you can't grind this fucking trick any longer. Yeah. Any yeah. Late. And then you're like, I can do anything. And no one can tell you shit, dude. It's a fucking yeah. wave changer. Like, it literally makes fucking people. <laughs> dude, it makes people warriors, bro. I think it may be a fucking stronger human being mentally, physically, everything, like. I fuck, and that's why I work so hard to fucking bring this shit to the whole, the furthest edge of the world, you know? It has never Damn. seen this. Shit. I really want kandamas to be everywhere in the world. It's like a huge mission of mine in life. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know that Reed, you, uh, there was an interview
1: that I read of, of yours, and they're asking if you, how long you usually spend on filming uh, a trick. And you're saying like usually 10 times or less. If you don't feel it, then just keep on moving on. Don't let it ruin your day. Do you feel the same way about Kendama? Are you a grinder or are you just like, ah, maybe it's not today.
2: So whatever. Let's try a new trick. Kendama is like all the things that I'm bad at in BMX. So like Kendama is like bar spins, which I don't fucking do. Yeah. I can flip. Tail whips, kind of like a fucking turntable.
3: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's rather than going as fast as you can and gripping tighter, you have to breathe and grip lighter and fucking like fully hone in to land anything. That's why I suck so bad on stage at Kendama. Like in BMX, I can just white knuckle it and rip through a run. Mm. Like Kendama, dude, I like, I'm so bad at this shit, dog. Like I, it's all the, it's pure patience. It's pure focus. It's getting completely out of your head. It's a form of meditation. It's... mm -hmm. It's a struggle, man. And I when I film, I fucking go through crazy mental shit because I do have to grind for like 100 times sometimes, 200 times, you know, days, days, days. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. Like, Kendama grind is a whole new thing for me that, like, other people do in BMX. And a long time ago in BMX, I was like, Fuck that shit. I'm going to do all the fun shit. Like, I just, like, rip train, like hop into banks and, like, ride like ride the world like a wave. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, like, everyone else is like, oh, I got to do a 180 bar spin, 180 bar spin, bar spin. Like, they're, like, like how I play Kendama, you know? But I like okay. it with Kendama, but not with BMX. So Interesting. It's, not, it's, yeah, like, the Kendama tricks that made me want to learn BMX tricks, like tail-ups and bar spins and shit. I'm like,
1: oh.
2: same thing. But I haven't really gotten around to a few oh, of them. shit. dude (laughs) that's just
1: yeah it is so really cool just the the balance of it and how each aspect of you know your your life and these hobbies that you have can interact with one another with a little give and take and then one is actually birthing a new idea into the other one Mm
3: -hmm.
2: have you ever had that idea when you were uh playing all that broom ball back in college oh man (laughs) <laughs> Not really, dude. Broom ball is fucked. It is a big balancing, but I got fucked up. I dislocated my shoulder super bad in broom ball.
3: Oh, Maybe one of my
2: shit. first times I did it.
3: I
4: think
2: what Slipped right on the, on the on the broom or on like, the ball. It's like food hockey and just fucking full charge. I played hockey for like 11, 12 years. And when you play broom ball, like I'm trying to play it like I play hockey, but you just <laughs> slip all around. And fucking, yeah, like looped out and just like dislocated my shoulder. Man, I don't think it was the first time, but it was another really bad time that it happened. I've done both of mine, like, dude, probably like 25, 50 times. Fuck shoulders, it. yeah, like just yeah. like I got, I got one bad shoulder. I feel you on that. It pops out pretty easy these days. Yeah, I, I've lately actually for the last couple of years I've been good because I did hella PT to like build muscles around it to hold everything nice, kind of like what I'm doing for my knee right now. Wow. Hell yeah, but yeah, fucking, yeah, it was gnarly. So yeah, fuck, I don't know where the fuck did you read that. What did you read that I was playing a brew ball in college? <laughs> you know, there's, there's everything on the internet nowadays, you know, with all SMS. Yeah, you like go deep in my Instagram or something like that. Come on.
1: <laughs> so let's go about, our, you know, of course, we're talking about all the differences and uh, similarities with BMX and Kendama. And that's something, you know, I don't know if you get tired of, but it's definitely a, a big feature of yours that not everyone has. So I want to continue on that topic of, sponsorship differences like is there anything that you feel because you know bmx has been around for a lot longer than kendama has so kendama is still on the grow is there anything that you think as a sponsored player that bmx does that maybe kendama should do or incorporate
2: um i would say the the team trip you know the van life team trip is huge
3: yeah. Fucking getting, I mean, this getting, is, everyone
2: together, getting everyone together, getting everyone to meet each other, yeah. getting everyone on the same vibe. Fucking, I think that's huge. Um, That's like a big skate BMX vibe. Right. Uh, like going on tours, I think is a big, yeah, skate BMX Yeah, it's huge, like- man. It's huge. It does everything good for everyone, you know? It's yeah. like, that'd be the sickest thing to do. As well, I, I always say fucking freaking Dama, it's finding the, you know, I guess this isn't much of a sponsor thing, but for players who are sponsored finding a dope place to film. Like you look at fucking Colin Islop and he's like always going to somewhere dope in nature to film a clip. And it looks really dope. He like makes Kandama look brilliant, you know, like yeah, framed right it. with the right fucking camera, like, you know, dope fit, fucking just like, <laughs> I don't know. He's like, it's just, being steezy with it is, like, a huge part of BMX, you know? Like, having fucking style and shit like that, and that's, like, really valued. I'd say Grand Theory is one of the biggest companies that values style, you know? Mm-hmm, like, yeah. Grand Theory, really, like, they fucking, their team is just stacked with dope steezy motherfuckers, and you're like, damn, like, they, like, get the way to work, like, two bears and shit, fucking, dude, oh. the Steez is impeccable, you know? Like, the yeah, couple of yeah, yeah. renowned, like... Yeah, well, um, recently, two bears stepped down, but Definitely I was gonna that. say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah, it was really recently, like in the last couple of weeks. Well, yeah. fuck it. he doesn't even do sponsored for me to shout him out. He's fucking hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. supported him for a while, fucking, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Just but like still, yeah, yeah.
1: They have they have a lockdown on the kind of brand or the image that they want to put forward. That includes, you know, their their product and stuff. So it's yeah. very strong,
2: and everyone sees that. Yep. And other than that, I wouldn't say there's really too many differences. You know what I mean? I like, you know, you're a sponsored player or something. You get fucking free product. You fucking support them. You film videos for them. They send right. you on trips. You know what I mean? Like if they're like a fucking premier sponsor, you get, you get money from them, you know, maybe from products, maybe like a monthly salary, you know, that's like a typical setup type of thing. Right, right, right. Uh, depending on the company you're on, you know, some like really big companies like fucking Vans or Red Bull or fucking. Oh, yeah monster yeah. or something those companies maybe i don't think they do any they have like you know training camps for like health shit which is great you know what i mean like they support they support their athletes with like support like that which with Kandama isn't really that necessary i'd say but at the same time i don't know having having set retreats and shit for companies with teams you know like That's cool. Yes. You know what I mean? Like going these, these trips that BMX and skate crews go on, I haven't really seen that too much. I know people do it in Kandamo, but that is probably the main thing that I'm like, that's, yeah, it'd be sick to for people to do. I know they do it. You know, KWC people talk about it, is the best experience ever. Yeah, go for a week and cruising around. That's that's what I'm saying. But dude, That's what bro, I was gonna shit. say. Yeah, yeah. That you know, most every, people in Kendama, every, it's more like that. Yeah, dude, every fucking trip you go on, if there's a competition, go for an extra week and fucking take a van out and go mob yeah and the sites go. and fucking go do shit, vibe man. as a team and talk about dama, talk about growing dama. You know, like bro, this shit is so small at this point. We're all in this together, and like, it's gonna take. All of us to fucking make this shit. Lift, you feel me? Yeah, bring it yeah. to the next level. Yeah. It's that, like yeah. it ain't just one company, dog. We all together die. Like really, like hundred yeah. percent Yeah. And that's the
1: thing that I think is really good with BMX skating, rollerblading, stuff like the fun of going to a new place, a new country, a new city, new location to find a spot and then skate it, film there and then continue going where like kendama is like it it doesn't seem as easy yeah you know you you,
0: got to do something like the ken garden tour tour or or even like
1: hit up like a bunch of clubs that would be a good idea hit up a bunch of like teams and clubs that have like weekly get-togethers and then just like have the team into each one yeah go into each one like really like i think almost like what they did with uh with hawaii back in like 2014 Or Romania, like where was last one? Estonia? No, it wasn't Estonia. What was it? Latvia. Latvia. I was gonna say Lithuania, Latvia. (laughs) (laughs) How they just went just to like stoke all the people, all the kids on it to keep it growing. Like, yeah, maybe that can happen. Like, even in places where it's like still like, hey. Maybe Tara should go do a UK tour. Fucking Scotland, England.
0: Dude, I fucking tell me about it.
1: I've wanted that since day one. Man. Right? <laughs> right? So there you there, go. Yeah. But
2: it's right fucking, now, yeah. yeah. No, it, it, perfect. Takes, perfect. it takes a lot to get there, you know? Uh-huh. Absolutely. It's definitely a lot of fucking money. And in the beginning of anything, you sometimes you put in your own fucking money. I've most certainly put in my own money to be involved oh, yeah. in a of shit. Me yeah, too. Yeah. Right? So like traveling and stuff,
1: uh, how was Reed? Your your first time in Japan was for catch and flow,
2: was it not? Uh, no, it was uh, G Shock Real Toughness, which is Hans oh. and Rolf. I was gonna say, yeah, was oh, okay. yeah was, okay. okay, I got yeah. put out there for this BMX contest. It was kind of like a not really, it was a BMX contest, but it was like a demo, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was that was like fucking a, gnarly. It was, it, was, it, was, it was in Tokyo Dome. Was that where
1: I? I just remember the clip of someone going like up to the judge booth
2: to do a yeah. fucking stall, right? Yeah, I tried to foot jam. Fucking, was that you? Yeah, RBO. <laughs> 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 I'm like, it was someone. That was fucking <laughs> you.
3: It was, yeah, it was like, <laughs>
2: oh, that was so bad, bro. <laughs> and yeah, you slipped out. You missed the, the footing. <laughs> so bad. I landed it after, but yeah, that was gnarly, man. Yeah, yelled at me. <laughs> But yeah, I was at Tokyo Dome. It was crazy. There was drones flying and fucking... Yeah, we were yeah, yeah. riding like in like a rave. There was like fucking strobe lights and all this crazy shit. And we were like competing. I was like, okay, like crazy little course. So there's like Kendama, BMX, skateboarding, yeah, drone, maybe a, a DJ battle. But So that's when you
1: first met some Kendama players. You were on, you were with. You were hanging out with Sweets at that time?
2: On the Vibe? yes i believe so i think i had a suite i don't think i had a signature right yeah i don't think i had a signature and i was there i was playing with the homegrown i think i remember um (laughs) and i was there and fucking yeah it was just with them and we went and went to some shrines and we partied and fucking got down and yeah linked up and we're jamming dama and it was sick so i met those dudes way back when okay
1: okay so that happened then and then you came back for catch and flow last year was that last
4: year? That no, okay. was
0: two years ago. Two years ago. It was it was two two catch and flows ago, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, you came the yeah. same year as Adam came too. Yes. Yeah, and we were all mobbing right. around Hockey together and shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was the year Bonds one. Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. So and, one and, one of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how did you feel about that whole that competition? Oh and flow? Amazing. It
2: was the best. <laughs> I can't believe I competed, dog. I actually kind of killed it. I was like yeah, not in last. Yeah, you did. you not did. No. last for like a while. I think there was like 16 or some people who went and I was still not in last. Like I was up there. That shit was crazy, dog. I fucking, I think I went second because I was like a late register. I was like, yo, know, like I flew all the way there and I like pretty sure I didn't, maybe I didn't register. I probably was just like, Oh, it's sorted. Cause Oh, with well, the BMX sponsorship, you know, like usually it's like, oh yeah, right, you'll be sorted. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Contest, you Like to your fucking hotel, it, everything's yeah. all sorted. And it was most of that, but I definitely was not signed up for the shit, you know, it slipped because I think I was a late addition and, um, <laughs> but yeah, they sent me up there and I was so fucking nervous. And, uh, dude, I, I, yeah, I, I slayed. I'm pretty sure I slayed. Oh, yeah, man. you did. I remember I remember fucking seeing you up there. I was like, oh fuck yeah, Reed. You did like I one of those trick- like
0: kick juggle fucking yeah. Patterns. First trick oh. was I
2: do first trick was uh juggle, kick, big cup, and then spike. And I fucking landed that and I was like, dude, I just gotta do this. I just gotta do this, I just gotta do this. And I did that first go and I was like oh, over. I landed a whirly, I think. First try. I tried yeah. to do a bird a bunch, but it was like shaking. But there yeah, yo, I, I I definitely got a decent amount of spikes. It was it was really fun, it was super nerve-wracking. Fucking yeah. Yeah. yeah competing in kendama is so humbling it's like just the best experience for me like yeah dude yeah feeling like i don't know, i try so hard and i like <gasps> i like <laughs> want to do well and then it's like you yeah. can't do well but i'm like it's okay it's okay because failing's great you know i Absolutely. love failing, like there's the shit that i'm into like yeah man kendama is one of the only sports in the world that you can
0: like go watch the top level play and watch the person like fuck up for a good like 30 seconds and be like, oh, but this is still like the ch- the top level play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all, human. it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And like the stage, like you said, it's very humbling, man. Like it can be so nerve wracking where you're shaking and shit and you just don't know what the fuck you're doing. And like, you can't even think of a kendama trick. Never mind, right. do one. Yeah, yeah. You're just or,
1: continuing to do the same trick over and over. You're like, wait. Yeah, bagage.
0: or you can be in the fucking zone where you're just in it. You just do whatever you fucking throw. Just all of a sudden spikes, and you're like, what the fuck was that? That was sick. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've never done that before. <laughs> what up? Like, and everybody's hyped, and you're hyped, and you just yeah. ride the fucking hype train, right? True. It really can go either way, and it can change at any fucking moment. <laughs> the best shit,
2: dog. That's
3: the best shit. Yeah, I'm but when you're when you're you, when you're riding that wave, this.
0: holy so good. shit, there ain't nothing better. Best uh-huh. wave. When you're just in the flow and just like you just are getting your tricks, no matter what. Like, oh,
1: all right, Reed. We've been jamming for a while now. Uh, I'd like to bring in our questions for everyone who supports us on Patreon. Uh, we let people ask a question to our, our guests. They get priority questions. Priorities, definitely. So you we can ask questions, questions on Instagram every once in a while, but, but Patreon gets well. priority. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got a few good questions. So let's dive into them. Nick Doddenhoff asks, oh, this is a big one. I spent a week in Ecuador last year and didn't expect to see anyone playing Kendama. Turns out there were a few, shout out Andy from Otavalo. And it was because of you being there a few months earlier and I was able to get a jam in, in uh, Quito.
2: Quito, yeah. Quito,
1: there you go. What yeah, dude. What do you think is the next step for South American kendama scene? And do you see yourself coming back to encourage a wave of Latin Kandama players
2: coming up? Definitely, dude. Fucking, I've been to Colombia and Ecuador. Ecuador was insane. Colombia was also insane. Sweet Candaba's Colombia just started out. Um, you can hit them on Instagram. Sweet of yeah. Ecuador. Sweet of EC. So I was there and met this dude Andres, and he was the most legendary fucking dude. And yeah, Andres Pezmino, you know, he just he's a BMX rider, been riding there forever. Showed him Dama. he loved it, like really loved it. I gave him one, and I was like, dude, you should fucking be our dude down there. And he fucking he's just been killing it, man. He's brought it brought it to every single event there, like really made it something special.
1: Nice. Hell yeah. Right. Okay. Next Good. question uh, from Max Ida. Are there any groups of people that you want to reach out to and spread Kendama? Maybe some subcultures that we haven't really touched on yet. Yeah. Maybe like who else? Yeah. But
2: know? I don't really want to talk about it. Ooh. Cause I got to try it first. I got to try it first to see if it works. Yeah. If I don't try it first to see if it works, but it's, it's definitely something to do with healing. Yeah. Healing from injury. I think that's the next step. It'd be really cool. Um, because Kandama definitely has a lot of physical therapy benefits. I already like a it. lot of injuries. So definitely mm-hmm. gonna try and go down that. I've heard of people
0: using it for like physical therapy multiple times actually. People who have had like knee, not necessarily like you know, like going ham on a trick where you're like going full like knees. Of course that's not good for your knees, but <laughs> but like little movements, you know, like that's good for like recuperation and shit like that. And that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: it's just a it's just a really cool way that I like didn't really know of that someone brought to my attention and I was like, damn, like that'd be really cool to fucking yeah. help people out with this, you know? Yeah. Like I even like it'd I it'd be great if they could do this and have fun because I've done PT a lot and it sucks ass, mm-hmm. dude. So like if you could do PT and make it a if, little more like, fun, kind of yeah, kind of fun. Like I did yeah. hunting for my fucking knee, I highly recommend that. Hell kind of dangerous, yeah. but you gotta start low and but yeah, that was a way for me to like work on my, like building my knee muscles. Cause I dude, working out sucks, dude. I mean, I've been super into it in the past, but I usually like rock climbing for working out, but all the gyms are like kind of closed right now. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, it's, it's hard to get motivated with that shit. So if there's like yeah. a way to bring that through Kandama to people, I think that'd be a sick next move for the industry, man. Absolutely. Everyone, you I mean, know, I, I, come on, let's bring that shit worldwide. Every company, let go. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, I even go, like, I'll use the kendama ball and, like, kind of lay on it, like a fucking like, <laughs> medicine ball, like a roll, and, like, kind of roll dude, it out I my do I do that same it. thing! I do Especially, that, like... Especially, like, your feet and sh- My roommate keeps one on the floor sometimes. They'll just sit there <laughs> on the couch even. Bro, bro, I have,
2: I have multiple balls that I fucking keep, or tamas, that are, like, not attached to kendamas, to Ken's, and fucking, I have Hell them yeah. to, like, lay on and, like, hit pressure points and fuck Yeah. Them. I do that when I'm traveling dude. that, because I'm not... Me too, oh, dude. Bringing- yeah. A lot of shit. So no,
0: and you always have a dama. So it's like, yeah,
2: dude. I'm tr- so tried fun. using you're the can. You're the only person who's ever. <laughs> <fighting>. <laughs> Man, I'm trying using that. the
0: can. Like you just take the can apart and like roll on the cerado and like oh, yeah. spike separately. Oh way. but it doesn't work as well if there's a string. Like if there's no string, it's stringless. It works. Dude, it's I'm just on- like kind of weird.
2: I'm about to take a dhamma right? Yeah, buddy, get your get your get your roll that, on. That would roll like right along your spine. So yeah, it, it like, would like ooh. kind of like
0: like harnessing your. I mean, fucking if he's you a sumo,
1: yeah,
2: yeah,
0: definitely with a sumo. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There's there even different levels to it. Holy oh, yeah.
1: Uh, well, definitely the ter- <laughs> the tarot pill fits that package perfectly. Just on uh, feet. yeah.
0: Just, Until it comes apart, and then if you're rolling it on your back and it came apart, that would kind of you get a spike in the the edges. Maybe I've never tried it. Maybe I'll try. It. I'm a, gotta
2: I'm gonna glue gonna one together, it. dog. Ooh,
0: sacrifice. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> Sacr- I but, mean,
2: is it a sacrifice if it's leading to like better domo play? Like it's true. Huh. It's, I, yeah, all right, you're you're
0: convincing me more and more.
1: Uh, <laughs> <the> second read. <laughs> 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 there is there is um I know there's a a doctor who is into kendama here in Japan and uh has connections with sue Lab and so he oh, yeah? helps him create a kendama specifically for people uh for kind of like physical therapy type of shit. So oh, shit. and I like if you guys remember what was it for the online there was this one video that was shared like crazy of this old woman this Japanese woman getting bird through an Instagram. And she actually joins Kendama World Cup online. It just happened.
0: Oh, she, was she the one? She that was we the only the one, oldest that, one
1: Yeah, the oldest one that got whatever, like, oldest... Like, above 89? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so sick. So that is definitely something that, you know, that uh, some people have been opening up for, you know, touching upon the elderly scene. Elderly scene! Yeah, fuck yeah. What's We're
0: all up? getting there
2: eventually. You
1: can't fucking... <laughs> well, we will get there.
2: yeah. Dude, so, but surely that's some crazy shit about Jam and Dama, dog. You'd be like, I'm like, damn, I'm really going to be playing this forever. Like, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I could <can laughs> actually play it. this till I'm like 70, 80, you know? Like, unlike yeah. all the other shit I do where eventually I'll be yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening, you know? I could even sit down and jam Dama. Yeah. Yeah, that's- yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: There's right, always right.
0: stacking Damas, you know? That's Ooh. Oh. A beautiful part that is often overlooked in Kendama. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't done that much, dude. Oh, I'm a big fan. It's so hey, maybe I should
2: try that out.
0: There used to be Chrome stack competitions. I remember they had two of them. Chrome stack, Chrome stack two. I won both of them, actually. Yeah. But, and then they stopped doing
2: them. Like, you're sp- wait, so you're like Andrew the again. ultimate Dama stacker? Come I'm, on. Not, I'm not claiming that, but like they, <laughs> wait, never, won- they stopped doing them. You have won two competitions. Yeah, I did win stacking. two. <laughs> okay, I might have to talk to sweets. We're gonna have to do a Dama stacking competition. Dude. Oh, please, fucking please, just to see yes. if Dama wins this shit. Come on. <laughs> oh, so if he does, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to go in like stack yeah. lord or anything. I'm not trying to. And like, to claim, you know, no. th- there's gonna be no prize. It'll just be like, yo, show us your oh,
0: stack, dude. Oh. I'm into it. I'll fucking stack some doms. Let's go. It's been a yeah. minute, actually. I like talking about it, but I haven't stacked some Doms in it. That's, that's,
1: that's definitely a big thing, like, back in the day for the OG players to just sit down, hang out, and, like, just stack Doms yeah, and man. post on, like, Facebook <laughs> or some shit.
2: Dude, but I remember I, like, I never been think- a part of this shit, dude. I, I never been <laughs> a part. I mean, at the dinner table, I've started doing the, you know, the balance time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, I've done that shit. But, I mean, I've never just had a whole Dama stacking session with the gang, like, and dude, I, I've yeah. hung out with y'all, and You've never bought it up. so That's true.
0: That's very true. We haven't stacked. You're right. I'm sorry, buddy. It's my
1: bad. Next time. Next time. Next exactly. time. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next question. Holden S asks, when can we expect a new Stark mod? Seems Boo Johnson might have a new color scheme. I was wondering if you've talked with Sweets on another colorway for your mod. Big question. Big question. And we can't. Say anything looks like
0: uh oh, it, it looks like Reed's frozen yeah
3: is he actually uh, frozen just fucking job yeah
2: uh, I did. I did. yeah I
1: thought so I he's so. gonna hold that freeze be <laughs> like, like get him away from the
0: question's like <laughs> <laughs> just fucking scheming on an answer real quick like oh no the <laughs> I
1: got no answer yeah. that was it that was it y'all <laughs> that was the answer um <laughs> uh, and he also has a second question oh, okay Uh, current topics uh must have been crazy being in minneapolis for uh george floyd black lives matter movement everything that has been going down and continues to happen you just uh we know that you were you posted a few clips on instagram and stuff you were going
2: out he asked what was the craziest thing that you saw so dude i'm like i don't watch any news shit right I'm sitting here doing work and all of a sudden, like, there's a helicopter over my house. And I'm like, yo, this is like some L.A. shit. It's in L.A. A lot of mornings you can wake up and there's a fucking helicopter over your house, which means if they're circling your house, that there's a fucking bandit, some motherfucker <laughs> who did some crazy shit right like hopping <laughs> into your backyard soon, lock the door, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Probably don't go outside, Um, which you do all the time anyways. It's fucked uh but so that's happening in minnesota and i'm like well this is this is very interesting so i'm like well i gotta go check this shit out and I hop on my bike and cruise down the road about eight blocks away fucking there's a protest and i'm like yo what's going on and people fucking tell me all about this shit i'm like yo what the fuck and i stay Whoa. there for like a couple hours a truck pulls up peaceful protests like they're speaking all this shit there's like cops like you know out there chilling, just kind of protecting the area, or whatever, not doing much. And I was like, all right, sit there for a while. Then I was like, yo, I got to, it's a work day. I got to go do some shit. Pedal eight blocks back home. Work for like three, four more hours. Look out again. They're still there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no way. <laughs> and i like, hop on my fucking bike and cruise over. And like, there's tear gas and smoke and insanity. And I'm just... Like, dude, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden I'm just fucking, dude, I'm in it, dog. I am in it. Like, uh, yeah, watching fucking people get blasted, watching people get shot the fuck up by police, uh, watching people gushing blood from their fucking face because of rubber bullets. Probably the craziest thing I experienced during the whole thing was like 150 feet out, I saw like a rubber bullet like come like i think it hit my fucking hair like i like heard it that close right at my eye but i saw it so far out and it was just zoom and i was like <gasps> and my homie next to me fucking i think it was Moroka, and he's just like bro and i was like Yo, don't you fucking hear that dude like that went like i almost got my fucking eye shot out type of thing and it was fucking crazy That's and i pretty much just like up. ran around and was just trying to help people people were getting fucked up by police i was just like Fuck this. This is so fucked. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, people weren't doing shit. And they just come up be like, ah, fucking, ah, and, Like, start blasting people. Fucking girls. People sitting there chilling cross-legged. Fucking grandmas. Fucking. I was just running around trying to help people, man. It was the craziest thing of my whole fucking life. It was so disheartening and so sad. And I'm so just bummed with how the fucking police handled this shit yeah it's really
0: Um, fucked up it was
2: fucked like it was i all the shit that happened from it i just so happened to be living right next to it and like like i'm getting like i got like five thousand iraqi followers because they're like you're part of our revolution like i'm getting shared on all these fucking revolution pages in iraq and fucking iran and all this shit (laughs) and i'm like going out and they're like please so many people are like please 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 just go document because i'm like not out there fucking like saying shit. I'm just going to this shit and documenting what the fuck's going on. It's right next to my house and seeing what's happening, you know? I'm like, mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of people who are very innocent got fucked over. You know, the world is now in a different state. Everything's different. and it just happened right next to me. I don't really know how I feel about it. I don't even feel... Str- I'm so off the walls with this shit. It's so close to home that it's so hard to even fathom, like, what's happened because of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, now with the election and all this shit and it's like every problem's always changing and it's so difficult to fucking comprehend. And like, not that it was a traumatic experience, but I definitely felt like I was at war for many nights in a row, you know, like, and then for weeks we had to stay up till fucking five, six AM and hold on the block. Every block we had to tape off the fucking block and stand guard and fucking people coming by with no license plates, screaming shit, fucking white supremacists all over. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. fucking tanks rolling down the street. You know, this is my life for like, three, four weeks, Maroka's life, the graphic designer of suites, like Max May, fucking Chad, Sadie, like, so many of, everyone who works at suites, pretty much everyone was, like, in this shit, you know? Yeah. We're, We're trying Minnesota to, sort it was absolutely, absolutely the epicenter of all of it, right? Yeah, like everything near me is fucking burned down right now, dude. Like, mm-hmm. everything is, like, either, like, shut down, abandoned, or burned down. Spray paint everywhere, homeless camps everywhere, everyone's fucked, everyone's homeless, whole world's fucked. It's crazy. It's so crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is crazy,
2: man. Yeah, I'm literally I'm hopping in a van. I'm just like, gotta go, gotta, gotta <laughs> get out,
3: okay? Dude? Yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. blow
2: dodge. Uh, dude, this is fucked, dude. Yeah. And I watched it all happen from the start. I filmed the dude breaking the first Auto Zone, which they came out and said, fucking, first it was a St. Paul policeman, then they're saying it was a fucking white supremacist. But I filmed that fucking dude. I, lo- I was there. That was the first glass broken that started everything. You know what I mean? I watched it all happen in front of my fucking face. The crazy, crazy dude. I'm uh, one of my homies. His like good friend was the girl who was at the shit. Who's a firefighter who was screaming at the cop saying in all the videos, he can't be like, that is not proper. I'm a firefighter. Fucking please do not do this. Please do not do this. Please stop. Please stop for fucking nine minutes screaming, dude. Like that's like my homie like knows her, dude. And like she watched it all go down in front of her. Like, imagine how close. And then she watches the world like burn and get destroyed yeah. and looted. Like, Like, there, yeah. It's, yeah. It's and up. I was right there too. It's just fucking weird, man. It's just like, I never, th- I don't know, man. Not in uh, America. Yeah. How it happened. It's just been a fucking really weird last, like. This year With Corona, Corona, yeah. and this, and you know, like it's just mm-hmm. been really fucking crazy. And I don't even know why I started talking about oh, the George Floyd question. The question, yeah, yeah. craziest shit. Was almost getting my fucking eye shot out, which have definitely ruined a whole lot of shit. I would have been all right, but yeah, that was pretty yeah.
0: crazy. Yeah, man. Well, good on you for being down there and helping fucking your fellow man in need, True. dude.
2: Dude, there, were fucking, there, there were doctors and nurses who would get off work and be in full scrubs and they're running around and fucking picking people out of fucking pits where cops are throwing fucking smoke and gas and shooting people and they're dragging people out and bring them to like people converted their like coffee shops into medical areas for people to go. Like the community just bored. came together and just like had so much love, so much power, you know, like it's so fucking it's awesome. so amazing, you know, like. Mm-hmm. yeah it was the it's cra- unfortunate to, that it
0: has to be like under those circumstances but like that's fucking amazing to like hear and that people would fucking do that rather than freak out and like go against each other you know there's no so no everyone dude i
2: was going to the fucking liquor store i was going to the fucking all these we were going around my buddy across the street he worked at a liquor store or he works at a liquor store and he would the boss would give him a shitload of beers and we go around with the cooler all night and go to all the posts like all up and down Lake Street. There there were also girls like with coffee, hot coffee from coffee shops going around helping people out. You know, people are staying up literally all night because so many like it wasn't just how it started. It was when people realized that there was a crazy fucking riot in Minneapolis. And yeah. now sudden waves of people are flying in or driving in to fuck shit up and steal yeah. everything. Yeah. And like everything, dude. I mean, around me, bro, everything got fucked. Like really bad man it's how great how is the whole situation
1: now because it's been what like two months
2: A- around me like every store has pretty much been robbed like two or three times in the last like month or so just because they're like everywhere is still boarded up fucking shit's burned down they're cleaning up all the burned down huge buildings and shit all along remind you this is not everywhere in Minnesota. I live literally on Lake Street, which is, like, the epicenter. Like, George Floyd yeah, like, six blocks up, seven blocks up, I think, on 36 at Cup Foods. And, like, all the riots and everything was, like, big chunk my shit, you know? Also on Northside, yeah. but, like, Lake Street all the way down. Everything that's, like, easy access to me is, like, burnt, robbed, fucked, spray paint, destroyed, like the whole city is, I mean, we're going to rebuild and we're going to rebuild strong and hopefully it's fucking better. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah. Um, I do believe that this will cause good things, you know, as fucked up as it sounds like maybe not everywhere it happened, but people are aware of real problems. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Real fucking racial fucking inequality that has happened for a long time. People are unveiling fucking facts about, Zoning restrictions, red tape, yeah, all yeah. This crazy shit where fucking African Americans and not white people in all of America have been fucked over ever since they were here, you know? Um, right. And now people are aware of this shit. And I think that just that awareness in itself will change things and we will see and live in a more equal, fucking loving world, you know? Where people yeah, love everyone they're around, you know? And it's fucked yeah. up. so
1: many like there's so many old laws and rules that have been created like back in the day that just continue to stay there and no one's really like going up and touching upon them or looking back at them and be like, oh, fuck, maybe we should get rid of this. Maybe we should get rid of this like two finger string rule, you know, like <laughs> fucking in, in Japan, there's plenty of I remember this one incident where um, at a sumo competition there. Well, I don't know. Have I talked about this on the show before? Was, you might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either, either way, it's a good story. Where, yeah, was someone was having a heart attack. I forgot if it was another audience member or, like, the one of the officials during the match and who's on the actual stage where, where the sumo wrestling happens. And that stage is a sacred place. There's a shrine directly above it. And that's why they have, like, opening prayers before the, the games start. And... Back in the day, like, there's a whole shit against, you know, women aren't allowed in this area. It's too sacred for women. And when this person had their heart attack, the only person that around that could help them was uh, a doctor who was a woman. And she jumped on, on there and was trying to help him. And people were like, some old ass fucking shit up their ass officials were like, hey, you can't come up here. Actually, because you're a woman, it's an old fucking. Yeah, even though she's saving this man's life, old fucking like, rules that need to be like taken down have just been, you know, sadly.
0: It's like rethought, you know, like yeah, just rethought. Have like, a
1: second look at it and really think yeah. about what
0: the fuck you're talking
1: about. Right, right. <laughs> is all it really takes. You know? Truly, truly, it, I mean, it fucking, fucking out, sucks dude. that all this shit has to happen where people have to be losing their lives. Yeah, for so many years. And how it just, like, it flipped with, with George Floyd. It, it, it hit a switch. And it's sad that his life had to end like that. But it's also good in the fact that, like, the world, fuck, like, all the news, you know, in Japan was covering it. Yeah, it, it, it ignited
0: a whole fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: not only, like, just in America, because like, that's where the fuck it's the worst, but all around the world. It's opening up people's eyes into this this shitty
2: system that has been in place for like way too long. Mm-hmm. So, bro, bro, this shit, fucking dog. There's racism everywhere, dog, In fucking in the UK. In oh fucking, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Any place, Pakistani
2: people, really. fucking Chinese people, hate Japanese people, vice versa. Yeah. You know, yeah. Filipino people fucking hate Chinese people, bro. There's yeah. so many fucking crazy judgmental things going on between mm-hmm. all this. Shit. That's why safari states fuck borders, bro. All that fuck shit. Yeah. fucked. You know what I mean? Those walls people build where they just like drown out whoever the fuck and whatever the fuck's going on with their own internal bullshit. That's their yeah. life. And whether they were taught that by some dumbass who fucking barely yeah. the- they're fucking 30 who, I don't know some fucking farm hick or some shit and all of a sudden yeah, yeah. in a city but their whole lineage led them to still being kind of a piece of shit and having yep. shitty fucking ideals and it's like yo motherfucker check your morals check your shit like we're in a new wave like be open to everything fucking yo the world ain't looking good <laughs> we're all here together yeah. we might fuck all die here together with how fucking bad we're ruining it with all this industrial bullshit so like might as well have a good time and not be a dickhead you know like
3: yeah yeah step
2: those around you let people do what the fuck they want to do no one wants to get told what to do that's why in mm-hmm. fucking the netherlands and shit like that fucking people are free and yeah. shit, there's like no crime and no crazy drug use because they're like oh here's all the drugs make them legal Make them all legal. Let people choose. If you have all the information about it, you probably will choose the right thing. Most people will. Yeah. When you fucking make something a crime or make something a fucking problem, and you're a bad person if you do it, people get interested in it, and then they do it, and then they lose their shit over it, and then they're punished for it in the wrong way, and then they fucking go to jail, and their whole life is fucked. They can't get a job. They can't do shit. All this shit's fucked. In America, the fucking jails are privatized, dude. People are... Dude. So much, dude. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: It's a whole whole hole of shit to get into. Yeah. So all I really gotta say is have a fucking good time. Just have fun. Boo Johnson. Shut up, boo fucking Johnson. Just have fun, motherfucker. Come on. What the fuck is like... Dude, what are you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> california is burning dude fucking there's cr- there's the black plague in california now fucking coronavirus is ruining the whole world fucking shit's shutting down everything's fucked and you're still gonna have some stupid ass judgmental shit that's gonna bum you out because some stupid motherfucker turned
4: <laughs> in yeah.
2: and out of your head you can clear your shit For up just be you love everyone Mm-hmm. Fuck, am I a hippie? Maybe I am. I used to be like, ah, <laughs> a hippies, flower love. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. I'm fucking I maybe mean, I'm a harsh ass hippie. Fuck it. Like, I think you're just a loving
0: individual, dude. And you just care about your fellow man. And if people want to put a label on it and like because of the way you're talking about it, then that's on them. That's another fucking yeah, that's like, whole, whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm doing that, And thing. that's what this is all about. It's like, yeah, just fucking. Have your fun. Do what you're trying to do, but, like, don't hurt people. Like, why? If you're yeah, trying right. to hurt other people, then what the fuck's the point? Like.
2: Yeah. Dude, and, and that's the thing about Amsterdam. That's why it works so well. Same thing with Germany. If you're not fucking with anyone else, you're okay. Like, you can mm-hmm. be tripping balls on the beach, dude. Yeah. You're not fucking stealing shit or being in dickhead. You're going to be left alone. Eat those exactly. mushrooms in public. It's fine. Yeah.
0: You know? Like, if anything, people are going to, you'll know, be able to talk to people and be like, yo, I'm like, Way too high on mushrooms right now, and they'll know exactly what to do and help you exactly. <laughs> you know, like- and
2: it, it's like open and transparent, and transparency is like what I think is really key to life, man. Like yeah. if everyone was yeah. just transparent with everything, be honest, be true, fucking tell people your intentions. Don't be manipulative, you know. Like with business shit too, it's like yo, like I don't know. There's
0: a lot of leveling up that could go down yeah always man there's always room for improvement and that's what life's about right it's just steady working towards that goal the same as with the kendama grind you yeah. have that fucking goal of like that I- ideology of what you want to fucking be able to be something you want to strive for whether it's a swing spike or just being a good person yeah. whatever. you just keep working at it never fucking give up
1: episode 40 Passion episode, everyone. We got one more. Question. It is the episode of passion.
2: Hell yeah! <laughs> one last question. That, that makes me so proud. Come on, <laughs> truly. the love. Passion episode, dude. dude. I really, I really do love Kadam though, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm you hot. do. It's so funny, man. People are just like, why?
4: Because yeah. the first
2: time I saw it, I was like, yo, this shit's so fucking whack. I was like,
3: why? <laughs> why?
2: why? it was to be from us I was like, why are you two bozos playing with this? fucking toy dude <laughs> you're wasting your fucking time and now my whole life is fucking revolved around getting people it. past the that moment you yes. know what oh, i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. now i'm it. trying to fucking do Ooh, i don't know bro yeah.
1: yeah but that's good that you were there because you know how to help people to get <laughs> i was gonna say moment. i know, you know? And,
2: then, and then and then i was like fucking hid myself like dude <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so dumb. I always yeah. say that every year it's like, god damn. I remember last year when I thought I knew what I what I had like going on. I was like, that was stupid as shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This year, all right. Now I think I kind of got it. Next year I might be like,
1: <gasps> Yeah. Oh, <that's laughs> totally, yeah. On, man. Oh man. That is life right there. <laughs> so here the Last last question is from Haley Bischoff. She asked,
2: What? what? We got what? Bishop. I was gonna mention her earlier when we were talking about the girl down players. Hell I actually yeah. thought about that after I was like, "Dude, Bischoff is like the, I mean, she slays so though. She's sick. hell yeah, she's yeah. so good, but she also slays life. Like that new video she put out. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, come on, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, With Colin yeah. Center.
2: didn't Colin Sander film it right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's legendary, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that is so mm. Yeah, no. shout out, bish,
1: bish. Shout out, shout out, bish. out always. Thanks. The question infinite is, love for the bish. What is your hair care regimen? How do you keep them curls? So perfect. Dude, I. Are they curls? They look like, well, at least right now, it looks just like really. Wavy. Well, I, I actually just got my hair cut
2: like professionally for the first or second time in my life. Second, <laughs> third time. Third time I've been to a salon. I went one time when I was 11 or 12. And then I um, went once like a year ago. And then this was my third time. Yeah, my mom's cut my hair my whole life. Hey, me too. I, my, my, regimen, my regimen. I don't put any product in it ever. I don't wash it ever. I only. <laughs> run my, I run my fingers through it in the hot shower, and like, well, and throughout the day, sometimes I like do this, you know, like I like. it a finger shit, comb, just like finger comb. So I do that around, and um, yeah, not too much, so, but yeah, I, I don't do anything to it ever. Just natural oils, because your natural oil is actually like take care of your hair. Shit, you know, with the fucking dreads. Yeah, um, I mean, like natural oils like take care of your hair like properly. It's just when you use when like the reason my hair is like this right now is because they fucking put some shit in it. And they're like, oh, it's natural, and that shit's trash, bro. Fucking, <laughs> it like yeah makes my shit not real. I don't know, mm. but uh, yeah, do nothing, do it,
0: <laughs> do <laughs> Hell nothing. yeah, dude. This has been such a good sesh. So it hyped is. to f- getting the the good. The full, the full read experience. Exactly. Rather than yeah. like the the Wee jam was good. We had the little the little questionnaire. You the questionnaire was the awesome. master for yes. life. Yeah. Not that you weren't already, but the official.
1: It, it, yeah, it was officially <laughs> like you know fucking you got the stamp on there,
0: stamp of approval. Thank you for taking the time to get on here and talk some Dama shit with us. read is always talk good some, to talk chat. Some
1: real life shit. We just like yeah yeah, yeah not even Dama episodes. There's Dama in there, but overall. I mean, doma connected to everyone's hearts and our minds and shit, and that's mm-hmm. just what was th- this episode was all about. Transcending any other kind of hobby, it's just like fucking be a good person, love,
2: share it, open arms. Mm-hmm. Dude, and you got you got to do that with your Dhamma too, man. Like, never get mad at wood.
1: <laughs> Don't get mad at wood. What what, what is your take on a uh, spiking? Like 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 football kind of spike dama's when like you, get after a you like yeah well what oh. you, what's your take on
2: that? Read? That's my favorite shit ever. I love that shit <laughs> <laughs> <That's my favorite laughs> ever ever. Oh my god, dude! Spike that shit. Hope the ground's soft. Like, don't spike it in the concrete. But if you spike yeah. it in dirt, then you gotta clean it off after. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We still good. <laughs> we just, just like, dude, spike that shit. I love, yeah. that. I love throwing dama's. Throwing diamonds is the best shit ever, dude. Hell yeah, <laughs> shit. But yeah, completely. Yeah.
1: Say, thank you so much for you taking your time out, uh, talking with us, going deep. Hopefully, it was a good experience for you as it was for us. Hopefully, everyone who's listening enjoyed it. Hopefully, opened your mind, uh, started thinking about new things. Thank you all so much for always supporting. If you want to support even more, you can jump on our Patreon, Ken Entertainment Patreon page. You could, uh, you know, th- throw some some. Funds over to help me continue to create this this show with my buddy yeah. Rod over in Canada to <laughs> help with all the other Ken entertainment videos I'm putting out. I've been just focusing on so much with dominers because everyone seems to be enjoying that the most. But uh dude, there's that catch and flow fucking vlog that I still have to finish editing. I got like it's like oh. a 15 minutes. We video. watched it. We premiered it. it so was... we we premiered it, but it's like there was much more that i have to cut in there oh
0: shit there's so like, that an extra, like a preview
1: yeah that was like 15 minutes there's like at least another like 12 minutes that i need to try to crop oh, damn in. oh damn well so it's gonna to work buddy i know it's gonna happen there's a lot of <laughs> shit but in any case if you want to support there that's be that'd be fucking awesome huge love to everyone who supports yeah much uh, love to the patreon yeah oh, yeah go, so support,
2: go support my boys man they put on freaking dama Nice. And if you want
1: to just, you know, help out other people who are, uh, have maybe questions about Kendama, who are getting into it, want to know a little history, a little background knowledge, mm-hmm. tell them to check out Dama Sure. Love it. Toss them the Nerds link. Yeah.
0: Yeah. exactly. Hell yeah. Much love, everyone. MJ already said it all. Much love to everyone. You already know what's up. Yeah. On that note, the Nerds are yeah. Out. out. Yeah.
2: Ciao, y'all.
4: Production of your own thoughts, there is no chance, coincidence or accident in a world ruled by law and divine order, you rise as high as your dominant aspiration, you descend to the level of your lowest concept of yourself. The infinite intelligence within you knows the answers. Its nature is to respond to your thoughts. Be careful of the thought seeds you plant in the garden of your mind. For seeds grow after their can. i children, so long.